You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Happy Friday, everyone. Another week in the books. Hope you've had a great week. On today's show, we're going to talk about David Bailey, the running back, who announced today that he's going to enter the transfer portal. We're going to talk about what his career at Boston College looked like, what this means for the program, and where Boston College goes from there. And on top of that, we'll dive in a little bit into previews for the weekend because there's a couple games we're going to want to look at. And might as well just kick it off with that. So this weekend, Boston College plays Syracuse again in basketball. Last time the Boston College Eagles played Syracuse, they played at home and lost 101-63. to In a season of bad games, this was one of the worst games Boston College played. They were you know, run off the court by a Syracuse offense that looked dynamic, even though they're not even all that great. And on defense, you know, Syracuse just forced turnover after turnover after turnover. On Saturday, they're going to be playing again. We don't know who's going to be available for the Eagles. I feel like I have a broken record when I'm saying that. So Makai Ashton-Langford's... You know, he's back. We don't know if Luka Krausevic will be back. I mean, more importantly, we don't know what's going on with DeMar Langford, James Karnick, and Winston Tabbs. I think those are the big three that we're going to want to watch for. But in the end, it's not really going to matter. Syracuse has to be favored by double digits at this point. Um, and I would, I would put Syracuse to win this game by a lot. Now, Syracuse record at this point is 11-6. and six. They've won four of their last six games, including wins over NC State that they beat on Tuesday, Virginia Tech, Miami, and um, NC State again. So they have losses in there between UVA and Clemson. So, you know, obviously not the record that Syracuse wants, but this is a team that, you know, at this point, they're playing well. They average uh, 76 points a game and are only allowing 70 points per game. So they're right around where they want to be in terms of offense and defense. And, you know, Boston College is going to play Boston College basketball. I don't know how they're going to stay in this game. They looked completely overmatched when they played Syracuse last time. But if you want to watch along on Saturday, it's a 2 p.m. start. The game will be on TV. You can catch it on the ACC Network. And um, I will be following and covering the game like I always do. You can't stop me from doing it, even though sometimes I don't want to watch it. But that game will be on, and you can check that out. Now, hockey this weekend, it's a good series. They're going to be playing against Lowell. As I said earlier, Lowell's not having a good start to this season. They're 3-5. And and, uh, that's a game that's going to be home-and-home. BC will be without Logan Husko. They'll be without Marshall Warren. But this is a team that, again, they're just adding more and more players. Their lines are pretty deep. Um, I think this should be a good series for Boston College. So... Check that out. We'll obviously have um, our hockey writers covering those games. Um, I'm not going to go too much into them because I don't know a ton about the ins and out of hockey, but I just know Boston College on paper should be a favorite in both of those games. Oh, yesterday I had a couple of articles that I had read that caught my attention with the lack of respect Boston College football was getting. Now, today I'm going to give you the other end of the spectrum, and one that actually kind of blew my mind. Now, John, who he writes me emails a lot, um, 
he follows the blog and I appreciate everything John does because I really love his tenacity and the way that he loves Boston College Sports. Sent me an email. Hey, AJ, have you checked out the Athlon Sports ranking of ACC teams for their early season preview? I was, I have not. So I went and looked at it. Boston College on their rankings for ACC uh, Atlantic were third behind NC State. Now, you know, I still think they're the second best team in the ACC Atlantic. However, that is high praise from Athlon Sports. So if you've if you've followed me on Twitter for over the years, Athlon is always one of the the magazines that seems to crap all over Boston College. Even on the good years when you were expecting good things, they'd always have them dead last, no matter what it was. You know, they could do the rankings of top running backs, and they'd have AJ Dillon like near the bottom of the ACC. Or they'd have top offensive lines during Steve Adazio years, ACC. And it would be like BC would be like 13th. It's like, really? Um, And it just seems like no matter what it was, Boston College would be near the bottom. So to see Boston College listed near the top, I was like, wow, they must really think highly of them because they would never put that. Now, what they said about it, I'll read you what their little quote. Jeff Halfley had an impressive debut in Chestnut Hill, guiding the Eagles to a 6-5 finish after most preseason predictions projected this program to finish at the bottom of the ACC. The pieces are in place for another winning season in 2021. Quarterback Phil Jakovic is one of the top returning signal callers in the ACC, and the Pennsylvania native is supported by one of the league's top offensive lines in a receiving core featuring Kobe White, Zay Flowers, and Jalen Gill. Standout tight end Hunter Long must be replaced. Boston College's defense needs to take a step forward after allowing 6.1 yards per play in 2020 and Halfley has to replace the team's top two linebackers, along with leading pass rusher Max Richardson. Uh, Max Roberts, excuse me. Transfers Jaden Lars Woodbay, Chris Banks, and Isaiah Graham Mobley should provide instant help next fall. So I just I, I bring that up because I don't want to make sh- I don't want to crap all over every um you know outside publication that makes uh, BC look bad, but there's also some out there that I was, you know, surprised that they put that out there. So that was Athlon Sports. You can check out their article there. Now, I hope you caught yesterday. We had a bonus feature on our website, on our feed, actually, excuse me, for Locked On Today. Locked On Today uh, is a daily podcast that gives you all the news from around the sports in like a nice, digestible 20-minute podcast. I really enjoy it because they also add in local experts to talk about each topic. So, for instance, if they're going to talk about Deshaun Watson, they'd have the Locked On Texans guy come in and talk about, you know, what the situation is from an insider's perspective. Now, at some point, you'll probably hear me on there when Boston College does things that are noticeable, maybe like when Jim Christian is fired or um, if hockey, you know, wins the tournament. Maybe. I don't even think I'd make it on that. Or maybe if Jeff Halfley gets the team as a top 25 team with a big win or something like that. But definitely check out Locked On today. I really enjoy it. I hope you guys did too. So it's just a special little treat that we had on our feed. Um, And if you haven't done so already, make sure you uh, like and subscribe Locked On Boston College wherever you get your podcasts. Now, in a moment, we're going to talk about the biggest news story of the day. I kind of pushed it off, but I'm going to get going on it. And I really have a lot to talk about. So stay tuned. We're going to talk about David Bailey and his move away from Chestnut Hill. But first, let's chat about betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest, the easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Whether it's college basketball, the NBA, the NHL, they have it all. They even cover awards TV show and reality TV. You can find it all on betonline.ag. 
They give you real-time updated odds and props on anything you can imagine. I mean, as I told you, I bet on the Puppy Bowl this weekend. You can find it there. All you have to do is head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That means you put in $100, they're going to give you 50 bucks. That's a win right there. All you need to do is head on over to Bet Online, your online sports book expert. Again, that promo code is locked on. Please gamble responsibly. Now, my favorite part of the show, the Built Bar. Let's talk about Built Bar. They're delicious. They have perhaps the best bar yet, and they just introduced the Coconut Brownie Chunk Bar. My gosh, if you have not tried it, you have to. This is something I'm telling you. They sent me a box last week. I ate the whole thing. I gave one to my wife. She loves it. It tastes tastes like the coconut almond, but it has chunks of brownie in it. It is delicious. It's 150 calories. It's 15 grams of protein and 7 grams of sugar. Limited time flavor. You need to get it today because it's going to be gone tomorrow. I already ordered myself another box because I want to make sure I get more of it. It's dark chocolate, coconut, and real brownie chunks. It doesn't get any better than that. So all you need to do is head over to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON. And they're going to give you 20% off your purchase. Uh, Again, just head on over to BuiltBar.com. Promo code LOCKEDON. You're not going to regret it. Built Bar, it's delicious. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. Now, if you've checked out my site, bcbulletin.com, you saw yesterday the breaking news that David Bailey was going to transfer. Now, I I had heard about this in the works for a couple days. I couldn't report on it. I had to kind of wait. Someone had told me, and I had to kind of, you know, as a reporter, sometimes you have to be held to anonymity. But you know how, if you listen back to my show yesterday, I kind of gave a little hint that there was something going on, um, but... Unfortunately, I can't tell you everything, but I can tell you that David Bailey is transferring. Uh, He announced it and he's in the portal. Now, why this is happening again, this is some uh, things I've heard that uh, that, as you saw last year, David Bailey uh, went from a power running offense, you know, under Steve Adazio. It was very simple. Just hit that hole and blast away. And that worked for David Bailey. It worked for guys like A.J. Dillon and Andre Williams, too. Uh, you know, it was very simple, but it worked for bigger backs that could, you know, really cause disruption up front. Well, when Frank Signetti came, it became more of a zone blocking scheme and you needed a running back that could have good vision and be able to cut and make moves. And from what I saw from David Bailey, that's not his strength. That's not the type of player he is. And that's fine. Again, you're not asking, you're not going to ask you know, big guys to do things that that's not what they're built to do. Now, he had to do that last year, and we saw mixed results, right? So in 2019, for instance, under Steve Adazio's offensive system, David Bailey ran for about 800 yards, and he averaged 11 yards a carry. Now, some people may say that was due to, you know, he was running behind A.J. Dillon, who was like, you know, almost an All-American, a guy that could do anything, and when he came in, that the offenses were worn down. Partially true, but also partially because Bailey is a good power running back. Like I, I think that if Steve Adazio was still the head coach of BC this year, God forbid, <laughs> and you had that same offense, David Bailey would have had a good year. Now, you had to flip the system. Now, the Buffalo Boys broke up. If you remember, that was the name that the media, uh, David Bailey and A.J. Dillon gave themselves 
Uh, you know, they're both beefy, you know, 250-pound running backs. They were the Buffalo Boys. Well, they, you know, Dylan went off. He got drafted by the Green Bay Packers. David Bailey ended up becoming the feature back for Boston College in 2020. He did not have a good year. No matter how much you slice it, you know, he topped 100 yards only once this year against Syracuse, and that was the Phil Jakovic's arm-falling-off game against Syracuse. In every other game, it was like, you know, 18 rushes for 51 yards, 15 rushes for 36 yards, 14 rushes for 32 yards. You know, he had like two, probably two good games, and that would be Louisville, where he had two touchdowns in that Syracuse game. He ended the season only averaging 3.96 yards per carry. But you, you could just sense watching him out there that he was a fish out of water in that offense. You know, Frank Signetti's offense was tailor-made for more of an all-purpose back, less of that power back, a guy that can move, that has speed, that is more, you know, able to cut and move and use agility more than brute power, which is what David Bailey is all about. And I think he just kind of fell apart in that offense. And from what I've heard, it probably was not going to be David Bailey that was going to be the starting running back in 2021. I feel it sounds like from what I've heard that someone else would have taken the starting spot and his role would have been diminished. I mean, it made sense. He just wasn't effective this year. He averaged 3.96 yards a carry. That's not going to cut it. You need someone who can do more. And there's other guys on the roster that could um, become more effective. So, you know, he had a good career at Boston College. I will always remember he had two huge games in 2019. Against Syracuse and against NC State, he was basically untackleable. Like, he just was absolutely explosive. Now, against Syracuse, Syracuse's defense was a complete disaster. They just couldn't cat, cat, tackle anyone. But NC State, that was a combination of Dylan and, and Bailey just pounding you know, the life out of the wolf pack. And then by the end, they just didn't want to tackle him anymore. Uh, you know, he had those big games. He had a big game in 2018 too, where he, it was the first game he played. I think it was Louisville where he ran for 125 yards and a touchdown. And as a true freshman, you know, he's a kid from Maryland. You saw what he could, st- you could do. And like, it was one of those games where I think David Bailey, uh, uh, AJ Dillon got dinged up. And Bailey came in and really looked the part. You could see like, oh, this guy's going to be something. Um, and so he had two good years under Steve Adazio. And then last year, it just, it just wasn't the right fit. You you know, nothing, it's not his fault. It's just he's not the right type of running back for Frank Signetti's offense. So uh, in the last segment, we're going to talk about who BC can fill the slot with. Let's talk about where David Bailey can go. And I know people are going to snicker with this. I'm going to say the best spot for David Bailey is going to go to Fort Collins. You know, say what you will about Steve Adazio. And some of the, I mean, Andre Williams I, does not sound like he's a fan of him. But he put power running backs back on the map. You know, A.J. Dillon was a second team, all Amer- uh, second round NFL draft pick. And you don't see running backs like him anymore. You see like him and Derrick Henry and that's about it. And he made it popular. So if you want to find a place for David Bailey to be successful, why not go play for Steve Adazio? Why not play in, I mean, gosh, can you imagine David Bailey playing in the mountain West conference? Like he's gonna, he would tear it up there. 
So it would make a lot of sense. He could he could really rebound his stock. He could have a big season and get himself ready for the NFL draft. You know, snicker all you want that he's going to end up with a Dazio, but that from what I've heard, it's it's not that far. Uh, it's it's a possibility he ends up there, but I think that's a good spot. I think that would be a good way for him to end his college career. So. Now it's time for Boston College to figure out what they're going to do at running back. And it sounds like they had ideas, but maybe they move on from there. And in our final segment, I'm going to talk about what they could do with that running back position and look at the options they have to fill those carries that David Bailey had. But before we do, let's chat about rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business. If you're in the market to get car parts to get stuff to fix your car you got to check out rockauto.com they're serving auto parts customers for the last 20 years go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers now they have everything from engine control modules to brake parts and tail lamps motor oil and even new carpets if you're fixing a classic car or you're a daily driver get everything you need in just a few clicks And best of all, their prices are reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see everything they have available for your car and truck. All you need to do is write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, rockauto.com. Now, if you're going to head over to betonline.ag, let me tell you about one of our new podcasts on the Locked On Network. That is Locked On Bets. Betting college basketball doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks and quick hitting advice to make the best possible wagers. You know, they have different segments every day. I love listening to it. They have, um, the, you know, their lock of the day. They have the blowout special and the wrong team favored. Um, and the way that they do it, it's just really engaging. It's a quick 10 to 12 minute podcast, but it gives you so much information. And your boy Q and Lee Sterling, they have a great report. It's, it's worth it. Check it out. Subscribe to Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. Locked on Boston College, this is AJ Black. On Monday's show, we're going to recap the weekend's events, whether that's the Syracuse and Boston College game and the UMass BC hockey, and we'll start previewing. Next week, we're going to have Dan Rubin on, who we've had him on probably three or four times now, to talk about BC baseball and get us ready for next weekend's season opener against Charleston Southern. You're not going to want to miss these episodes. So in our previous uh, segment, we were talking about David Bailey leaving Boston College. Now, he was the starting running back in 2020. Now, you know, he ran for 125 runs. But who is going to replace that? Now, there is no clear answer on this roster of a player that could fill his role. Now, look at who is available that could do it. You have Patrick Garwo. Now, Patrick Garwo has more of the... In the tangibles that you want in a running back in a Frank Signetti, Signetti offensive system. He can catch the ball. He's a little bit more explosive than David Bailey. But man, this year he had a few uh, brain farts that I thought really cost him. He was also hurt for a bit. But those fumbles, like when you look at what a running back should not do, fumbles is like right up there. That's like the big thing. And he had a couple of them. He, you know, every time he touched the ball, it was like, oh gosh, he's going to fumble it again. So. That stuff can be fixed. I'm not that worried about it. 
but I don't, I, you know, as I said, he's better than David Bailey in terms of offensive set, but is he the right fit for this offense? And I, st- I still don't see it. You know, I, I, I think of like the running backs that'll work. And when I think of that, I don't think of Patrick Garwell. He had like the same, you know, he averaged 3.7 yards per carry. He only had, he had seven catches. So six of them were against uh, UNC. So you could see pieces of it. I still think there are better options. And, you know, he, he, you, you need a power runner on every team. So Patrick Garwell will find a role on this team. I just don't think he's the every down back that they need. Now, the next option could be Travis Levy. Now, he definitely is more of the type of running back that Boston College could use. You know, he is a pass catcher. He had um, 35 catches last year for 285 yards. He, he's, he's one of the guys that you can use in that set in that system. But for me, Travis Levy is a third down back. That's kind of what he played. I don't know what he would be like as an every down back, you know, last year against, uh, you know, in that rushing system, he's only rushed the ball. The most he ran it was uh, 19 times. And that was against Georgia tech. So, you know, if BC is going away from a run heavy offense, you know, one that has more balance and you don't need a guy that runs it 30 times, yeah, Travis Levy could do it. But, you know, again, he's just like Garwo, the explosiveness is isn't just isn't there. He's a reliable guy. He's perfect as a third down running back. I think he's perfect in that role. So again, just like Garwo, he'll have a role in this offense. I just don't see him being I, just like him. I just don't see him being the every down back. Now, Andre Hines is the final uh, player that had experience from the past uh, year. He didn't play, but he was on the roster. And again, he's a power back. I, everything I've read about him is that he's a power back. He was a 215-pound running back as a freshman. Um, I just don't see him doing much in this offense that fits what they're looking for as a running back that can you know do the zones and uh, zone blocking and be able to make those cuts. So I don't. I'm not sure what he'll, his future is with Boston College. Now, you know, one person texted me earlier today that said uh, said. What about Jalen Gill? You know, he was the second-rated running back in the country when he was recruited by Ohio State. Now, get that mind that get that name out of your head because Jalen Gill is not going to be a running back. I've heard people say that before. He wants to be a wide receiver. That's what he wants. It's why he came to Boston College, and that's what he's going to do. He's going to be a wide receiver for the Eagles. So don't don't put him into this system because he's not. That's not what he's going to do. He doesn't. He he's he's smart enough to know. And no offense to running backs, but the running backs have a short shelf life. Wide receivers get a little bit further because they don't get hit as as often as running backs do. So, Jalen Gill is not an option. And then the other two names to look at are Xavier Coleman and Lewis Bond, the two new freshmen. Now, obviously, these were recruited by Jeff Halfley and Frank Signetti. These were running backs that are totally in the. Um, skill set of what Boston College is looking to do. They both are fast. They are, you know, Lewis Bond is a wide receiver too. Um, they both can catch the ball and they can do a lot of different things. And they're both on campus right now. Um, they're both early enrollees. So there's all the possibility that a true freshman could be the starting running back for Boston College in 2021. Now, will they? We don't know that. Now, there's a final option and one that many people want to know about. And that is the transfer portal. Now, earlier this uh, week, actually 
right, right, right around the time when Jeff Halfley had his press conference, Jeff, I, I talked to some people, and I, I heard Boston College really wasn't all that active in the transfer portal anymore. Now, that changed after I heard about David Bailey. Uh, the same uh, source I had said that, you know, BC is still involved in the transfer portal now um, and could be looking at a running back to bring in. And that makes sense. Obviously, if you have you have a bunch of guys that can do a bunch of different things. Obviously, you have a power back with Patrick Garwell who can do that. You have Travis Levy who can be your third down back and can do a lot of different things. He's but maybe not just be the the primary back for the entire season. And you have a couple young guys that could probably jump up. But maybe you need that uh, premier back, uh, the guy that can be the reliable guy, uh, running back, but not in the sense of an A.J. Dillon or an Andre Williams, but more of a, you know, a guy like Travis Etienne, not Travis Etienne, but you know what I mean, like a, a running back that can run, has speed, and can catch the ball. Now, there's a lot of names out there, and I'm not sure, and I, I really don't want to throw names out there right now. Um, I have to do some research, but keep your eyes open on the transfer portal because that's another place where Boston College could find uh, the next replacement for David Bailey. So, uh, you know, this is a, it's a situation in, that's worth watching. I don't think whoever they find would be available in time for spring practice because they've already started the semester. Uh, so they'd probably join in the summer, but we'll we'll keep our eyes open and check out BC Bulletin as I will continue to monitor uh, the transfer portal and any news that goes on there. And I'll tell you, and I'll be the first, probably one of the first people to tell you where David Bailey ends up as they announce that Um as it probably will end up being Colorado State, but we'll find out. <laughs> uh, so this is AJ Black. Have a great weekend, everyone. I will see you all again on Monday. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at LockedOnBC. You can follow me at AJBlack underscore BC. And my website is BCBulletin.com. Uh, make sure, become a commenter there. We have a lot of different people who like to uh, mix it up in there and talk about BC sports. I'd love to have you join as well. And, and let us know what you think about some of the topics that we talk about. Um, I like to hear your voice as well. We will be back again on Monday for a new show. Take care, everyone. Have a safe weekend, and we'll see you again soon.